0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder you can hear this very radio show live. Monday through Friday, we're live, 6 to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Good Monday, everybody. Mark Aram and the Bananas live with you here for the next two hours. Hopefully, we're definitely going to entertain you. I don't know how much informing we're going to do today, but we're going to have some fun. Johnny Kilbasa joins us in the second hour with a magical fast food review. But it's Monday. I know it's a work week, and you got that first day under your belt. You're heading home. You're stuck in traffic. You want to put a smile on your face. Best thing to do that is what, Longoria? Let's play oh, Millennial yeah. Match Game. Thank you, Judd. Millennial Match Game to kick off uh, the Mark Aram Show this week. Joining us live from her Buckhead estate. I always thought it was Midtown, but it's a Buckhead estate. It's Randy from the digital desk. How are you, Randy Pants?
1: Feeling good,
0: Mark. There. Hey, everyone. Uh, Randy is from the digital desk. She's the queen of Millennial Match Game. She is uh, very. Um, what's the word I'm looking? Prolific. On the podcast, she's on the PowerPod and she hosts Black Educated and Broke. Um, uh, but she's probably most well known for Millennial Match game on the Mark Aram Show. You have a good weekend, Randy, before we kick things off.
1: I had an amazing weekend. Thank you for the, the referral. It was delicious. Thank you, Mark. We
0: sent Randy and her uh, boyfriend and the boyfriend's sister to La Grotta in Buckhead, one of the greatest Italian joints in town. So glad you enjoyed that, Randy. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. We'll start with uh, Sharon, who is up first on The Mark air Show. Sharon, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a
2: native at Um I'm a mother of two, and I'm a domestic
0: goddess. <laughs> a domestic goddess. I love it. You sound like a goddess for sure. She, uh, Grant uh, is playing Sharon. Grant, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, I work a lot. I have, uh, I'm the proud father of six dogs, and uh, when I'm not uh, working, uh, I'm playing millennial match games. or man. There
0: we go. All right, six dogs. Um, Randy only has one, but we heard from Teeny just a little bit ago. Maybe Teeny will make another appearance on the show. All right, today's Millennial <laughs> Match Game brought to you, as always, by Rocco's European Garage. Uh, today's category is cartoon characters, cartoon characters. So here's the deal, Sharon and Grant. <clears throat> I'm going to say a cartoon character's name. You guys have to guess whether or not Randy will know what show that is from, okay? This, this doesn't count. This is just an example. Randy, if I say um, Shaggy. What cartoon had a character named Shaggy?
1: Dooby dooby doo.
0: <laughs> that is correct. Very simple. Very easy. So here's—you don't need to know the answer, Sharon and Grant. You just have to guess whether or not the millennial know. I think Randy knows cartoons, though. So just a heads up. Usually <laughs> I say, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. But I think Randy might know. All right, uh, Sharon, you're up first. This cartoon character is named. Boo 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 Will Millennial Randy know what show Boo Boo is in? Boo 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 Yes Randy Boo Boo from what cartoon?
1: Um, What was um, what was Yogi's little friend name? Was his name Boo Boo? Yes. yes,
0: Yogi bear. bear, good job and that was, uh, that was actually Captain Herb's nickname for me, was Boo Boo. Oh. Because he said when I first started on radio, I talked like Yogi Bear on, on their traffic reports. Yeah. So he called me Boo Boo. <laughs> all right, Grant, you're up. Uh, this <clears throat> Millennial Match Game cartoon character's name was Josie. Josie, well, Millennial Randy, know what <laughs> cartoon? Hey, Randy, we can hear you, dude. What are you doing?
1: Oh, I didn't know. Sorry.
0: Are you new to this game, Randy? Are you all right? What did you do? I at- have
1: my volume off. I don't know you can hear me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can hear you. What did you do at that hemp factory this weekend? Nothing. <laughs> All right. We're gonna skip that one. It was Josie the Pussycats. All right, Grant Grant only, Randy. Uh this cartoon character's name was Mushmouth. Mushmouth. Well millennial Randy know what cartoon that is from.
3: I I don't, and I should. Uh, I should be old enough, but I'm gonna say
0: she's not going to know. Yeah, you definitely should know this, Grant. That's a tough one, Randy. It's an older cartoon. Mushmouth was from what cartoon?
1: That is Fat Albert. I know that
0: one. I'm very impressed that Randy, the millennial, knew Fat Albert, and you know. Grant didn't. I mean, hey, hey, hey. Fat Albert came out before I was born. I think. Well, I want to hear Can some I more of that. There we go. Oh, I you. That's not even- all right, Grant gets uh, the point or no? No, no point for Grant. All right, Sharon, Millennial Match Game continues. Uh, this cartoon character's name is Animal. Animal. Will Millennial Randy know a cartoon had a character named Animal? Uh, she should,
2: yeah. She'll
1: know it.
0: All right. Uh, Animal was in what cartoon, Randy? Um, can, can I get a clue? I don't know about this one. It was a cartoon. And it had a <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, that's too much. Uh, I mean, there was two versions of it, so you, you should know this one. Animal.
1: Animal. Like, that's... Uh, I, I don't... i sorry. I
0: don't know that one. Oh, Animal from the Muppet Babies.
1: <laughs> oh, Baby. my God. I don't even know that.
0: You don't know that? No. I, I don't right now. I, 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 All right. Give me 10 minutes. Grant's on the phone, people. Uh, Grant, talk hey. to your person. You got round two of Millennial Match Game continues. What is the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? All right, Sharon won Grant zero, but it is Grant's turn. Grant, here we go. A Millennial Match Game cartoon character edition. This cartoon character's name was Odie, O-D-I-E, Odie. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show, cartoon, had a character named Odie?
3: Um, I'm going to say once again, I don't think so.
0: Uh, I don't think so either. It's a tough one. Randy, Odie was in what cartoon?
1: Okay, um I, I feel like I remembered like Odie was a dog, you know, but um Ooh, what kind of dog was Odie? Odie. It's a dog, right?
0: I think so. I don't know. I didn't really Yeah, it's a dog, says Deborah Green. Yes.
1: Odie, Odie, Odie. It makes me think I wanted that that dog that Ooh, okay. I remember what it looks like. He's yellow, he got big eyes, and that's all I know. That's is that true? Is
0: it yellow working. with big eyes? Yeah, it's yellow with big eyes. Friends are
1: there. Oh. To help you get started, to
2: give you a push on your friends.
0: <laughs> I heard Garfield in the background. All right, we'll give it to Randy. She's working remotely. No. Um, all right, uh, it is Sharon's turn. Sharon, this cartoon character's name was Chucky. Chucky. Will Millennial Randy know a cartoon had a character named Chucky? I don't think so. No. I I wouldn't have known this, but I think it's it's new enough that Randy might get it. Chucky was a character in what cartoon, Randy?
1: I know this one because I faithfully watches my little brother. Um, this is the Rugrats, and Chucky was the redhead friend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is
0: right. I've I've never seen Rugrats. That must be an, a, a newer one. I think you would have been way too old. for yeah.
3: Rugrats. That was like in the nineties.
2: Thankfully,
0: had you ever heard of Rugrats, Sharon?
2: No, I have not. I'm
0: uh, probably old to you, so I hadn't heard of that. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's okay. All right, Grant, uh, Millennial Match Game, cartoon edition, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. This cartoon character's name is Natasha. Natasha. Will Millennial Randy know a cartoon had a character named Natasha?
3: I know it. I'm going to – and she might – it's that well known. I'll give her that little hint, but I don't. I don't think so.
0: No, I don't think so either. Uh, it's an oldie. Natasha. Randy was in what cartoon? Natasha. What a great name.
1: Okay, so he he says it's well known, and I should know. So it makes me feel like it must be an older cartoon. Yes. Natasha. You know, when I think of Natasha, I think of someone black, but I don't think this character is
0: black. <laughs> she had black so, hair.
1: Um, I don't. I have no. Who name is Natasha? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, yes, Rocky and Bullwinkle no, thing. No. That's all right, Ray. I mean, shoot, that that cartoon came out when my parents were kids, so oh, you're, yeah. you're forgiven for not knowing that. Uh, <laughs> all right, Grant gets the point though. All right, Sharon, you need this one. This one's tough because okay. I, you and I both know it. Uh, Grant certainly knows it. Even Longoria knows it. They had this this cartoon down in Mexico, uh, but will millennial Randy know what cartoon had a character named? Mr. Spacely, Mr. Spacely. What do you think?
2: Well, I knew, I knew Rocky and Bullwinkle, so let's <laughs> see. Uh, uh, let's see. Say it again. What's the
0: name? Mr. Spacely. Mr.
2: Spacely. No, no, I don't think she'll know
0: it. All right, it's a tough one, Randy. I'll give you a bonus credit if you know this one. Mr. Spacely was a cartoon character from what show?
1: I know this one only because I dunk, dunk, Jets, Jetson, go,
0: Jetson, go, Jetson, go. Yes, I love this part. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Spacely was uh, George's boss, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Boy,
0: What's so funny is the Jetsons <laughs> were the. Oh,
2: the Jetsons.
0: Yes. It was. They were. The, it's basically the same show as the Flintstones, except one was set in the future and one was set. I yes. mean, Mr. Slate was the boss. In the yeah all right anyway good job uh it is now Grant's turn Grant this cartoon character's name was Edna krabopple Edna krabopple will Millennial Randy know it cartoon had a, car- a character named Edna krabopple
3: absolutely not
0: wow all right Randy Edna krabopple uh he, he is right I'm like
1: Edna I remember I remember maybe a character named Edna an older LUT lady but I, I don't know no,
0: who, crab who? <laughs> crabapple, spelled like Edna. Crabapple. I,
1: what,
0: uh, any other clues? <laughs> nope.
4: Okay, Edna, remember, if you can teach one kid one thing, then today will be a success. The Simpsons, the Simpsons?
0: yes. The teacher's oh. name was Edna Crabapple. Mm-hmm. Chuck has a crush on Edna Crabapple. He once said that she was the most attractive cartoon character here's uh, is a thing for crowded. authority. Um, uh, end of round two, Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? 1 1. Wow, it's a low scoring affair here at Millennial Match Game. Don't worry, we got the final round to clear things up. It's Millennial Match Game Cartoon Character Edition, brought to you as always by Rocco's European Garage. Right back after this, the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, cartoon character edition. What is the score, uh, Deborah Green, and who is up?
2: All right, it's 1-1 with Sharon going up.
0: Sharon, here we go. Millennial Match Game, cartoon edition. This cartoon had a character named Skeletor. Skeletor. Will Randy know what cartoon that is from? Skeletor. I think so. It's
2: on the tip of my tongue, but...
0: Mm.
1: I I, th- I think mm.
0: she'll know it Alright, Grant disagrees uh, Randy, Skeletor is from what cartoon? You know,
1: Grant might have been right Because I, I have no idea have
0: Prince of oh, Eternia no. Defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull He-Man this is He-Man, don't worry about it Alright, Grant, you're up uh, Final question Gargamel was a character in what cartoon Will Randy know? Gargamel from what cartoon Will she know? No. Randy, Gargamel from what cartoon? Um, I don't know. The Smurfs. The Smurfs. Gargamel. Yeah, I like the Smurfs too. Uh, what's her name? Lady Smurf, the hot one. What was her name? Smurfette. Smurfette. <laughs> Lady Smurf. Lady uh, Final score, a Millennial <laughs> Match game. Sharon won Grant, too. All right, Grant, you win, uh, but we have no prizes today, but that's all right. We'll get you the next time, my friend. Thank, thank you, you guys for playing. Sharon, thank you. It was a pleasure. Randy, check her out on uh, the PowerPod in black, educated, and broke. News, weather, and traffic next on the Mark Aram Show. Like- hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the mark mar- uh- 638, 22 in front of 7. Mark Aaron and the bananas with you till 8 in the PM. It is 69 nice degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh I'm gonna go six, five and a half. It was nice today. At least when I woke up this afternoon, it was nice out. Actually wearing a long sleeve shirt here. These fishing shirts were my greatest purchase of 2020. I love these things. I bought like six of them. Okay. You can wear them all the time. Like they're breathable, so when it's hot out you can wear them. Sure. But they have sleeves, so when it's a little chilly out, you can wear them. I think my whole wardrobe eventually is going to be fishing shirts. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of hide my belly and my man boobs, kind of. I mean, they can't fully do it, but they're more flattering than regular t-shirts i can't or polos. wait to see you
5: fully embraced in retirement oh. like, like just a uh. just just i don't know how long but you know six months or a year or whatever i, I mean, just it's like letterman
0: s- yeah. basically <laughs> by the yeah, way did you see santa claus beard the, they've got new uh letterman episodes out on netflix um no, huh? you know he does this show yeah, now, that
5: interview show and
0: the, the first like i was like oh new and the first one that pops up was kim kardashian i was like skip yeah like come on dave but dave Chappelle was the second one Oh yeah, really good. About. That guy is brilliant, man. Yeah, Dave. Bizarrely Dave brilliant. Chappelle. I mean, Letterman too, but Chappelle is just—it's yeah. so funny. He—he—he he, uh, he lives in this town in Ohio. Yeah, it's just—and it's like he's just one of the dudes there. Yeah, it's people it's, see um, a, a mutual friend of ours lives there and
5: sees his wife sees him at the grocery store and his wife yeah. and he's just—he's just a regular guy there. I yeah. think that's why he stays there. Oh,
0: he—he. He, I mean, it, it's worth watching. I, I just love Dave Chappelle. I love David Letterman too, but Chappelle is just. He's brilliant. He's just on another level. That's Kinda high. like Longori's on another level than the rest of the engineers here. You know
5: <laughs> He's just on A level. <laughs> He's yeah, on, a level. on A level. I'm on A level Let's put it that way.
0: Uh so uh I, I'm sorry I got distracted there. But yeah, definitely check it out. I'm not gonna I, I'm really mad that Letterman did Kardashian. I mean that was he had yeah. Netflix probably made him be like, Hey, that's a name, you know, do it. I don't know but she's I'm a huge not.
5: following I'm sure Yeah, I know. Of I'm not watch. watching Just not that. Us.
0: Uh, that's my solemn vow. My Sean Hannity solemn vow. I'm not going to watch the King Cardigan. <laughs> <either.
5: laughs> we can all rest easy.
0: So, uh, this weekend, I'm in this uh Facebook chat with a couple of my high school friends. Okay. And one of them, uh this girl, she is like like the VP of marketing for a grocery chain in New England. Like okay. she's got a like legit good job. She's she's fantastic. She's a grandmother at my age, but that's for another story. Um And she was like, we're seeing food shortages already again. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not seeing a food shortage here. And then Deborah sends me a thing that a second wave of rushes on the grocery store is happening, coinciding with the second wave of the pandemic. And, you know, I'm not going to get to the numbers, but we hear them every morning uh, on Atlanta's Morning News. The numbers are going up. Hospitalizations are going up. Deaths are going up. And that has triggered another run on the grocery stores. Apparently, though... The uh, the providers, the food providers, are a little more well prepared this time. Um, so, like soda, there's a, an aluminum can shortage. So, what Coke has done, and this might have been why they dropped Tab, Evergreen, is to save aluminum. Like on, so they're they're limiting production on like Fresca and caffeine free Diet Coke, so they can get out more Dr. Peppers for Longoria, nice. more regular Coke, more. So they're like rejiggering their lineup to to you know use the resources where why waste aluminum on Tab. Right. And, and and not get enough Coke out there. Or Fresca. I actually like Fresca. I think Fresca's all right. Um, snacks. Frito-Lay, Pepperidge Farm, or other snack producers have been letting the public know via Twitter about the products they've paused or cut off completely. Uh, so Tostitos uh, has stopped black beans and garlic. Kickin' Chicken Taco Pringles and Geneva Cookies. Spam has uh, 24% less inventory of all its products than it did at the same time last year, and production might be slowed out again if any of their uh, workers get any more COVID-19 cases. So like, it's they're not caught off guard this time, right? The the producers of the food products that we love and enjoy, are, are they're making adjustments, which is good. I think we've all, right, we're making adjustments as we go along. This is like a, it's like the ocean tide. It comes in, it comes out, and we're making adjustments, right? When the tide's out, you go out there, long or you go clamming. You ever been clamming? I have not. Oh, it's so good. You go, out, you just take a shovel and a bucket, mm-hmm. and when you the tide scout. goes out, and you see like the little air bubbles, you're like Psh, clam, and you dig it, clam, and these. Anyway, but you got you got to time it right. You don't want to be stuck <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, you don't. when yeah. the tide comes back in. Yeah, yeah unless sure. you're Moses, you you don't want to be out there when the tides are coming back in. So it's just like that. But I personally haven't. I went to Publix. Yesterday or the day before, day before to get a sweet treat. I just had a piece of it lemon cake from the Pugs Bakery, so good. And I didn't see uh, Matt Rush or empty shelves or anything like that. Have you seen? Anything as, as far as, like, food? Uh, wipes, No, but not food. No, no, I haven't seen anything, like, food missing. I mean, i yeah. you know, not mean there, like, when we go. Or... Chuck, have you seen any? I mean, I don't know if it's no. down here yet. Yeah, this might just be a New England thing, because they got hit so hard the first time with coronavirus, they might be freaking out a little bit. Yeah, Deborah, you're up that. in Alpharetta. Yeah, you...
4: Some
2: of the baking stuff that we use is starting to disappear, because okay. people are already ramping up for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I live in a neighborhood where everybody just bakes all the time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that
0: But not crazy. Like, it it'll be there the next week. Okay. Yeah, I I have not seen it, but I think if it's if it's happening in New England, it's going to eventually come down here. My my thoughts are, have you seen it at all in Metro Atlanta? Any of the the uh shortages on the shelves or are you stocking up? And like people like Longoria that that stocked up the first time? Like are you out of the stuff you stocked up with on Longoria? Oh yeah. You're out of the toilet paper? Mm-hmm. The 9,000 rolls of toilet paper <laughs> yeah. you got? So I just want to know what's going out on the streets around Metro Atlanta. Are you seeing shortages on the shelves? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Food producers, grocers seeing a second wave of, I don't want to say panic buying, but stocking up on things. They've adjusted accordingly. As as consumers, are, are you going to adjust as well? What have we learned from the first wave of COVID? You know, are you going to go out and get the toilet paper again, Longoria? is there something you want to stock up on now that you wish you had? (laughs) <laughs> no, no. no, You're no, good?
6: No. I mean, I, I, mean I, I haven't been hoarding
0: toilet paper, but we get toilet paper like normal every time. Chuck, is there anything you learned from the first wave of the pandemic that you, like, oh, I'll stock up on this now. This
5: uh, Baby wipes, because every jack wagon
0: started buying them up for- Yeah. I like to wipe my tushy with them.
5: Yeah, but people were buying them because they thought that they would work for, like, <laughs> oh, wiping
0: yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, so not no, yeah. yeah, the same thing. thing. Yeah. So what are you seeing out there? Any uh, second wave of panic buying here yet in uh, North Georgia? 404-872-0750. Shirley joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Shirley.
4: Hey, Mark. Thanks. I love you guys. In any case, um, so on a, just a little extra thing I do on Saturday is I go out and do Instacart. And Kroger is out of a lot of things that they've been out for, uh, for a while, like a lot of frozen food items that people want, they've been out of for quite some time. So let me, let me just jump also, in for a
0: second. So folks that don't know, Instacart, Shirley drives for Instacart, which is an online food ordering. So you go to the, the the website and you pick out what groceries you want, and then Shirley goes and gets them and then brings it to you, right? So that's what Instacart is, in case folks didn't know what it is. So you're out there buying groceries for people, so you have great knowledge of what's going on.
4: Right, right. And then I have a favorite popcorn that I like. And I have not been able to find it for, like, three weeks. So, so I've looked at Kroger. I've looked at, like, several Kroger's and several Publix, and none of them have it. So there are certain things out there, though, that you're just not able to find. Even, you know, particular laid potato chips at stores, people are not able to find that. Huh. But I think so, the store that's having the most trouble with keeping things uh, restocked is actually the So broker. what They're happens
0: not, for, say, let's say you said frozen food. So let's say Longoria wants to get six of the turkey dinner frozen man, uh, frozen hungry man di- dinners, right? He loves those, and you, he right. orders six of them, and you go to the store and they're not there. What do you do? Do you call them up and be like, hey, they got the fried chicken, do you want that instead? Or how does that work?
4: No, actually, so there's an option. They go on there to say, I can't find it. And sometimes, some people will put like a second option, but if they don't pick a second option, they tell you you can choose one for them, but you wind up wasting more time because you pick a second option for them, and then they send you a text message that says, no, I don't want that. Can you refund that? So I don't want to waste time with all I got that. You. If I don't see it, I just don't. I you have
0: just move along. No do you,
4: adequate option. Do you
0: enjoy doing the gig?
4: Actually, I do. I do it as just something I actually see money on Saturdays. I still work my full-time job during yeah. the week because I'm working from home right now. But uh, I love to grocery shop, so it gives me opportunity to do it at many different places. I usually pick up a few things for myself while I'm there and shop separately for me as well. But, I, would, yeah, I, would, I, I think it.
0: I would because I, I, I'm one of the people I know that's weird. I love grocery shopping. I, as an adult now, when I, once I finally realize, like, oh, I can buy anything I want now. Like, I still had the mentality as a kid, like, oh, I can't buy cookies. You know, oh, I can't buy a sugary... Si-. But then, like, I, I had a, a moment of realization. I'm like, I'm an adult. I can buy nine boxes of mac and cheese if I want. I love grocery shopping now. Ugh. I would do that, even if it's for someone else. I, I just like going down the aisles, checking out the products. Uh, Arden's up next on the Mark Arab show. What's going on, Arden? Hey, great, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's up? So, uh, the thing that I can't find is, like, masonry jars and all the canning stuff. So the empty jars that you will put your own food in,
7: yeah, and the the tops that goes on top of it, or the wax, or or you know the pectin. The, the, the Sometimes you can't find it for. Is that jam just because people jelly. are
0: are making their own food now? They're like, all right, I'm going to uh, instead of buying it. I'm going to can my veggies. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring is what's going on. That, that's interesting. Did Longoria hoard, hoard, hoard those too. Did you hoard the canning jars, Longoria? I did not. My mother in law got did. those. I know you did, <laughs> <Two years>. Longoria. <laughs> He's got to put those cascajones in the canning jar. Uh, that's interesting. All right. So, what are you seeing out there uh, as far as are we seeing a rush on the shelves? Apparently, from the uh, the lovely Instacart driver, frozen food, some potato chips are gone. And what have we learned as consumers? So, the, the producers of the food have learned all right, we're not going to make Fresca and Tab. We're going to keep making regular Coke. What have we learned to help us out during this second wave of grocery store rushes? 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk. Still to come next half hour. Johnny Kilbasa will join us for the Fasted Review and he'll have a football minute on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. News, weather, traffic next.
6: The Mark Aram show is performed before a live studio audience.
4: No, I to be near you. I-
0: Welcome back to the show A good go Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole family here tonight, Debra Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria. The Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low Tizzle. Low screens damn calls. Johnny Cabasa joining us in exactly 30 minutes quick weekend recap I didn't really talked to the bananas off the air Deborah any highlights from the weekend
2: I helped my neighbor build a fire pit and then we had like a little gathering around the fire pit
0: I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I meant to talk about this last week Have you ever heard of did you cook on the fire pit no we just sat around a drink sat around and drink all right um, have you ever heard of doughboys? Like as a rap group,
4: yes.
5: No,
0: no. As a <laughs> as a as a campfire dish, Chuck. You're a, you are. No. I am sure. Growing up in Montana, you've been outside in front of fires more than the rest I of am. us combined. So, I, I mean, we used to have fires, bonfires yeah. as a kid or whatever. Um, and i had never heard of Doughboys. Long ago, you ever heard of never Doughboys? Heard of no. So, uh, when I went to a fire pit a couple weeks ago, when yeah. it was movie night, and we were drinking and and they they uh, the couple that was hosting it, they were like, "Yeah, let's you know want to make Doughboys." I am like, "What the hell is a Doughboy?" So apparently, you take, uh, you know, like just biscuit dough, or you know, the dough okay. in a can kind of thing. Yeah. And you it. Flat- yeah, exactly. Okay. So you flatten it out, and then you uh, like put it in a uh, there's a plate of sugar and cinnamon or yeah. whatever, whatever you want, and you like go like this, and then you flip it over and go like this. Add it down. And then you like wrap it around a skewer, and you cook it on the uh, on the open really? fire. Yeah.
5: That sounds great. Yeah,
0: it sucked. Really?
5: Yeah, it was not good at
0: all. Really? Yeah. What what, was wrong with it? Did you
5: cook it? Did you
0: burn it? Well, that's the problem. It's not like a s'more or a hot dog or a marshmallow. Uh, I guess it depends on the skewer. You can't really fully cook them.
3: It sounds like a really bad churro. You know, you (laughs) baked one instead
5: of a fried one. Now, maybe
0: it was just, I mean, it didn't stay. I mean, it's cinnamon, sugar, and dough. I mean, it was fine. But I couldn't figure out how to get the thing completely There's cooked. There's
5: probably a trick to it.
0: Yeah, but they didn't tell me the trick. Well, no. But well, was you... everybody else is fully cooked, and you were the only? It was so idiot. dark. I mean, the I only person. was
5: one of those things where everyone knew it was bad, but nobody wanted to pipe up and say anything. 100%. So everybody
0: just sat around like, "Oh, this is great." A hundred percent. I mean, in, in th- I was like excited to try yeah, it. Sure, would have been. And maybe I'll, I'll try it again. But I, I just. I think maybe it was the skewer. that I just couldn't... It was yeah. like... So when I ate it... Metal skewers? Yeah. Okay. And when I finally... I finally just burned the sucker. Like, you know, yeah. you do it with marshmallows, you let them on fire, and mm-hmm. they... Poof. And so I finally did that, and it was still undercooked.
5: There must be a better way to, like, attach the dough to the skewer so Something. it cooks more evenly and quicker. Yeah. So it's more like a... But
0: I feel I feel better that I didn't... was never the only one that. never heard of Doughboys. Anyway, uh, how was your weekend, Chuck?
5: It was good. We had a Halloween-slash-birthday party we took the kids to, and then... The Botanical Gardens had some... Holl- Halloween thing. Oh nice! We went to Sunday morning. It was cool. Very yeah, good. they had, like pumpkin displays and stuff.
0: So. Longoria, anything big this weekend? I uh, went to the pumpkin patch yesterday at our church. Oh nice! Yeah, and took pictures with the girls. They got all dressed up and everything. That's adorable.
5: Yeah, Are you, you did
0: or Post those, did? those on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, did you dress up? I did not dress up. Oh, no, I thought no. you said I. I no, no, no. no. They dressed. dressed up. Oh, they got all dressed up. Did I. Leslie post the pictures on Facebook? No, oh, no, no, right. no, no, right. no. I was like, I didn't see him. Usually, we get. We're gonna get to that. I get notifications when Leslie posts. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I had a good weekend. It was, it was relaxing, just, you know, slept, nothing, no, nothing huge. Um, I want to continue to take calls on the possible second wave of a grocery shortage. Uh, manufacturers are getting ready, bracing for perhaps a second wave of mass buying. And my friend who works for a, a grocery chain in the Northeast says they're seeing it already. What are you seeing out there? And what have we learned? There's one thing I've learned is I am not buying anything perishable, Right. Not that I went out and bought a lot of perishable stuff, but I don't want stuff that expires in May. I want stuff that expires in June of 2097. You know, like, (laughs) I don't want to buy anything and not use it. I want it to be there. So canned goods, frozen, you know, I'm not buying anything perishable at all. Even if it's going to perish in four months, I'm not buying it. I I want... Two-year shelf life minimum on anything I'm buying. Uh, So what are you seeing out there, and what have we learned uh, for this possible second panic buying? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm a huge—I want to talk about this story now as well. Uh, I'm a huge Vegas guy. Raise your hand if you're a Vegas fan. One, two, Deborah Green's hand is not up. So three out of four. And I love kids, but I don't have kids. And if I'm in Vegas, I don't want kids. Well, that sounds really weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, 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 that does. So, like, the last I, when, time when to bring do you kids, want kids? The last you time would... I went to Vegas, uh, it was pre-pandemic. I went for the World Series of Poker. We stayed at the Venetian. It was great. But there were a 1,000 kids there. It was just like, I love kids, but I don't want to be dealing with them in a casino environment. Yeah. Now the first adult-only hotel has been opened on Las Vegas Strip. It's the Cromwell, which has been there before. They are reopening now, and they've decided to go kidless, like twenty one and up throughout the whole hotel. So Longoria if you and Leslie went, you couldn't bring the kids. Right, right. So I am not take them to Vegas anyway. Well, yeah, but people do. Like that's it's, so weird. I know. My and my grandparents took us.
6: <laughs> did they really? Well they made it kinda like we went to the Grand Canyon and then like you know, we were like went that way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the last part was for them basically and we just got did nothing
0: for that. Two three days over gotcha. they in Vegas, they're just stucky in the fountains, <laughs> yeah. that swim around, kid. <laughs> yeah. The and this is a recent development for me. Two years ago, I went on spring break, went down to Destin, and there's a really nice hotel. I stay there in Destin. I mean, it's expensive. It's I, I pay more for that hotel room than I've ever paid in New York City, Las Vegas, L.A., whatever. But it's a really nice hotel. It's right on the beach. Everything I want. I just go out. My chairs ready for me. Drinks are brought. It's it's a great hotel. But the last time I went was with spring break. And it was five kids to every adult, and I went down just to relax. And I, I get it, it's spring break, and there's kids there, but I was like, I, I can't stay at this hotel again. It, it was, it was, it kids running down the hall screaming. You know, if I'm paying x hundreds of dollars a night for a hotel room, I don't want to be waking at 5 a.m. with kids running to go to the pool. Well, like, don't ah. go on spring break. Yeah, I know, was, <laughs> I get it. But so I'm actually excited about that. I might, I might scope that out. What do you think about adult only? Uh, spot in vegas i think it'll be successful yeah, oh definitely yeah. Yeah. uh 404-872-0750 1-800 wsb talk tony's in uh, college park georgia tony welcome to the show
7: yeah there's a theme every time i call i was, I was talking about grocery stores <laughs> nice pineapples upside down pineapples or something i don't know um i just want to remind everybody that there is a shortage on corn because of the first wave of panic buying so the popcorn that the lady was looking for you're just not going to have an easy time finding it. And anything that had corn in it, like corn syrup or corn starch or anything like that, it's going to be uh, diminishing greatly.
0: So is, it, is are the, the producers of corn, are the farmers not producing enough corn or are they producing, we're just <sighs> well, buying too much plant of it?
7: corn in the spring. And so once the corn's planted and you harvest it, so I, I I can't go out and plant corn then in 90 days have another batch of corn gotcha I gotta I gotta wait till spring so
0: can we buy corn from uh, a warmer climate you know like is the is in Venezuela is it now can you plant corn in Venezuela now or something like that well, I suppose yeah yeah foreign born corn longoria I don't know <laughs> that I meant and to ask I wanna, yeah I
7: want to point out that you um you're uh, you're baking with the skewers and whatever. You had to cook bread from the inside out first. That's why you put it in an oven and bake it. So, and and also you were uh, <clears throat> dealing with alcohol at the time. So maybe alcohol and <laughs> fire and sharp things are a good. It's so funny you said dish. that. I
0: just got a text via the Piccadilly text line from my mom, and she's like, "Dummy, you got to cook it slow. It's a dough. You know, you're right. It's." I guess I was. Yeah, you don't catch it on fire. And but I mean, burn it. It, it, well, it's not an instant gratification like a s'mores. No. Or just no. a regular marshmallow. Yeah. So I'll give it another. I just don't have the patience for it, I guess. Uh, Mary is in Atlanta. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Welcome to the program. Mary?
6: Everybody, oh.
0: clap your hands. I tried, Mary. You hung on so long, too. I apologize. Uh, Sherry is in social circle. Sherry, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, how are you doing? Excellent,
0: Sherry. What's going on?
2: I'm going to tell you how to make your doughboys. Oh, okay. This is from a Girl Scout. I love it. Okay. All right. When you get your can biscuit, you don't flatten it. You roll it like a hot dog. And then you wrap it around this. or then you dip it in your – cinnamon sugar and you wrap it around the thing like a hot dog
0: that's what they did i didn't do any of the machinations like they handed they handed me pre-rolled on the stick and said here put it in the fire yeah
2: so i think that's roll it out like a like a hot dog
0: so how do we (laughs) how how long how do i cook it though once it once i get it rolled out like a hot dog how do i cook it what's the best way to cook the doughboys
2: you you just have to cook it slow you know, you 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 know, you, you got to have a very long stick. It's longer than a skewer, like a real stick. Okay. See what we used to do? You you trim off the end of the stick, and then you soak it in water until the evening, till you're ready to use.
0: Oh it. wow, that's a process. And
2: then the stick doesn't burn.
0: How long do you think I gotta I gotta bake this thing over the fire? What's what's my time commitment?
2: No more than ten minutes. Less right. than that, probably. Okay. If it's rolled out really good.
0: Yeah, I gave it about two minutes, and then I just ate the raw <laughs> dough. <So> that, <laughs> no. But, like, the outside was crispy. It was, like, all right, so 10 minutes on the dough, boy, get a stick, chuck, soak it in water the night before, roll it out like, right. a, roll it out like a what, Sherry?
2: A hot dog. Like,
0: roll it out like a hot dog, and then put it and on the wet stick. And roll it in your cinnamon stick. sugar, and okay. then wrap
2: it around your stick.
0: So it's worth it. Ten minutes, it's worth it. It's delicious.
2: Yes, all it right. really is.
0: Any other Girl Scout uh, treats that you could pass along? Any wisdom? Around the campfire? Just
2: s'mores and telling good stories.
0: S'mores and good stories. What about hot dogs? Do people still cook hot dogs over at the open fire like that? Or just hobo? Oh, yeah. All the time. Hobos. All the time. <laughs> like that's the hobo mirror. right?
6: hobos getting wieners and skewers. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Chuck gets them on his couch. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a My hobo beer, though. man. Yeah, do you eat them raw just out of the package, Chuck? I do. Yeah. Well, nice. they are cooked. I yeah. love it. Yeah, they're already cooked. Nancy's up next on the Mark Arab Show. Hello, Nancy. Hello.
2: Hello, Mark.
0: Uh, What's going you on? Hear me? Yes,
2: ma'am. What? Oh, nothing, nothing. I'm driving down to Lake Sinclair and uh, just uh, have your show on as usual. Oh,
0: appreciate it.
2: So, uh, with the with the um, panic buying, I never—it's just it's common, probably—but I never wanted to be without paper towels again, and joint uh, paper, it's okay. But paper towels, I seem to go through a roll a day. So I have been buying them ever since on the shelves. I think every uh that's every That's I-
0: actually a, a very smart suggestion because even now, Maya gets mad when I like take two paper towels instead of one. She's like, we don't have a lot of those. Just take one.
6: I can't just take one.
0: Well, it depends I'm, on the size. I'm horrible of at yeah. that. So like she's still keenly aware of the paper towel shortage. That's a good thing. Write that down, Shani B. Buy paper towels. Uh, we'll come back more of your calls 404-872-0750. Are you seeing any panic buying in the grocery stores? What do you think about an adults-only casino in Las Vegas? And oh yeah, Russ in Gainesville next. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram show. Mark Aram on 95.5
6: WSB, Atlantis News and Talk.
0: 725, 66 degrees on Peachtree Street. Marker in the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Don't forget, at home, you can listen to the program via the WSB radio app, Amazon Alexa, or Google Home. Just say play 95.5 WSB. The only place you can hear, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk What's going on, Russell? Happy Monday, buddy.
3: Hey, thanks a lot. You know, you reminded me of something because one of my nicknames I got from eating something I cooked in a campfire. Because uh, I used to hang out with these guys and coming, and they all had nicknames, and I didn't have one, and I was cooking some stew in the campfire. And then when it was done, I didn't have a spoon. I said, well, how am I going to eat it? So I went to find a spoon, and the guy picked up a handful of sand and poured it in the stew.
0: <laughs> so what did he call you, sand or stew?
3: Well, when I came back, I ate it, and they were all laughing at me, and uh, they called me Sandman.
0: Oh, I like stew. Stew's a good nickname. Sandman's okay, though, too. Sandman, isn't that death? Isn't that the Sandman?
3: I think it's the the guy that puts
0: you to sleep at
3: night or something.
0: Yeah, but I think it's also... You're thinking Metallica. Yeah. No, it's not. not, uh, Sandman is the guy that puts you to sleep forever. Longoria. You don't want to get visited by the Sandman. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Russ though. Russ, how was your weekend, buddy? Any highlights?
3: Nah, I'm not really going out. My son is supposed to be moving in with me, so I've been preparing the house for him and... You know, nothing exciting,
0: so... He was supposed to be in uh, coming over on Friday. Did he show up or no? No,
3: he's coming next weekend. So, that's what he says.
0: All right. <laughs> and he's coming from where? I should know this, but where's he coming from?
3: God, you know what? I don't even... Lawrenceville, I
0: think. Oh, local. Okay, it's not like he's coming from oh. Toledo, Ohio or anything like that. <laughs> no. All right. How old is he? Oh, God. I, he just turned... He just turned into 2000. be true. All right. Do your research before he shows up next week, Russ. You don't want to be caught off guard when he goes, hey, how old am I? You want to have that answer at the tip of your tongue.
3: Okay. All right.
0: (laughs) Keep us posted, Russell. Thanks, Mark. All right. When we come back, a double dip of Johnny Kielbasa with a fast food review and a football minute. And uh, Devorah has come up with some uh, fast food uh, nuggets for you. Fast food favorites from the year you were born. Think about the year you were born, and I'll tell you what was the fast food favorite from that year. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Stick around. News, weather, and traffic next.
3: Aaron from WTF. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Enjoy.
7: He packed in the animals two by two An Ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, ship and him. Tell him about the master play.
0: Whoa. Welcome back to the show, 736 24 in front of 8. Mark Airman the bananas with you till 8 in the PM, Monday through Friday on the Nifty 750. Uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it, truly. Uh, it's been a good show this far. It's about to get a lot better, though, Longoria. And now, on the Mark Aram show, it's
6: time for the fast food review. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan?
6: I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I've got my tank, I've got my hard helmet, I've got my weapons because chicken sandwich wars continue to be fought on the soil of america
0: what's the latest uh battlefield for the chicken sandwich wars buddy
6: it seems like all we talk about is everybody getting their new chicken sandwich last week we talked about wendy's revamping their chicken sandwich and calling it a new chicken sandwich by just putting some pickles on it but now our buddies at church's chicken enter the foray mark they might have had a chicken sandwich before but now They're saying this chicken sandwich can compete with any chicken sandwich on the block. Popeyes, we're coming for you, Mark. They got a cross-cut, honey, butter, brush, brioche, bun. Try saying that 10 times fast. Of course, they've got regular mayo or spicy mayo on this. They've got the pickles, which seems to be what defines the new age chicken sandwich. You got to have pickles and mayo on it now. And they're getting the filet. It's going to be crispier. It's going to be juicier and According to them, it's cooked to perfection. So, Mark, um, this is going to be like the other sandwiches, but I think the bun is something that separates it. And you can have it spicy, and you can also have spicy mayo, which I like uh, as an option anywhere in the world.
0: And this is available now at churches or in the future? This is available
6: right now. And I I don't think this is a limited time only because they're expecting the same sort of success that everybody else has been having with chicken, chicken sandwich. I guess everybody's just eating chicken sandwiches now. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's comfort food. Now I love church's chicken. What, what I question though, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, has churches ever done a brioche bun before? That seems a little fancy for, for churches.
6: Yeah, I think it's new to them, and I think they really needed to hit it out of the ballpark. They really needed to make a splash with this new premium chicken sandwich. And anytime you put a cross-cut on a fast-food bun, it kind of seems like a special occasion. <laughs> and when you got honey butter sitting in the kitchen, why not baste it on there, too?
0: Yeah, you you, know, you got to clear out the supply of that. Uh, they overordered on honey. They panicked. Churches <laughs> panicked during the pandemic and overordered on the honey butter. Where did Man. I have honey butter the other day? Oh, uh, JCT Kitchen in Midtown. I know Chuck's been there with uh, Erickson. Um, it's right off a of Howell Mill. They had a, a honey butter bread basket. Oh my goodness! Anyway, mm. all right, Johnny. I'm glad you're here because Deborah came up with this amazing list. of Bye the, uh, He said, "There you go." Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> this is the the per year the fast food favorites from the year you were born. All right. So yeah. and it goes all the way back to nineteen fifty. So We'll start with Longoria. You're born in 19. 19- 77 77 uh the barbecue sandwich at arby's that was the oh. barbecue sandwich the classic arby's chuck you were born in 1978 8 the beef and cheddar from arby's arby's oh. rush in the late 70s how no about good. that Deborah? what are you 96
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: 96. Deborah Green uh, <laughs> was the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's was the most popular mm. fast food. I was born uh, way back in 73. Tough to beat this one, kids. The quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, from oh classic. You yeah, know what's hard. funny? No, it was actually it was just the quarter pounder. Now it's only on the menu as the quarter pounder with cheese. But when I was a kid, it was on there twice. Like you had I got it with the cheese or the no cheese. And then McDonald's said, "Well, screw it. We're not. I mean, you have to ask for it if you want cheese." Because
6: yeah, they still do that with the Whopper.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So here we go. I'm going to start way back in 1950, Johnny K. And uh, if you want to chime in with your expertise, I'd love to hear it. 1950, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, fast food favorite. 1950, time to make the donuts. Yeah. 1951, the banana split from Dairy Queen. Mm. 1952, uh, this is the year I should have been born. One of my favorite meals of all time, the Tender Sweet Fried Clams from Howard Johnson's.
6: Wow. Yeah. Hojo.
0: Ah, I love those fried clam strips. 1953, Danny's Donuts. I'm assuming they are no longer in existence. I don't know. Danny's Donuts. 1954, broiled burgers from uh, Burger King. They were the first to do the flame broiled burgers way back in 1954. They've been around ever since. Uh, Hojo comes back in 1955 with the large, not to be outdone, Hojo says, we're going to do a large charcoal broiled steak. Like uh, You can grill your burger. We're putting a steak on there. 1956, mm. the original recipe chicken from Johnny Kilbasa, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Mark. 1956. 1957. Listen to this run of fast food favorites. 56, you had KFC. 57, the Whopper from Burger King was sweeping mm. the nation. And then in 1958... Pizza Hut came on the scene.
6: Pizza? Golden pizza? age right there. Right? Golden age.
0: I mean, that's like uh, Mickey Mantle's triple crown years. Those are crazy. 59 Henry's hamburgers. Never heard of them. 1960, a newcomer in the pizza biz showed up. Domino's and their pepperoni pizza. 1961. What's, what's big about 1961? Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's single season record. And the most important date in Longoria's family tree. What a burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 19, I didn't realize they were around that long. Yeah, they've been around forever. They need, to, they need to come to Atlanta. Stop messing around. You can't come as far as Alabama and stop. That is true. Right? I mean, <laughs> what the hell? That is true. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Uh, 1962, the famous cheese slider from White Castle. 1963, these are the uh, fast food favorites from the year you were born, by the way. 1963, the bacon cheeseburger from A&W. I don't go to enough A&Ws. I mean, there's not a lot of them around. Yeah. But if I ever see them on a road trip, I'll, I'll swerve off the highway and check out an A&W. 1964 Johnny Kielbasa. Jesus' Chicken Sandwich was born. Chick-fil-A, 1964. <laughs> It'd be tough to top that. But nineteen sixty five, Mickey D's came up with the o fish. Uh oh. The Phileo fish. I think fish sandwich. It is the greatest fish sandwich. 100%. It's, it's crazy. Even though they're they're robbing us, literally, mm-hmm. by only putting half a piece of cheese on that thing. I don't get that. That makes I mean, and I was I was eating it for 40 years before I found out that there's not a full slice of cheese. Oh. They just put it in half and they have melted over one side. So yeah. it looks like so it it's looks full like baked. You got it everywhere. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So that was nineteen sixty five. Nineteen sixty six, the original sneaky Pete. From Sneaky Pete's. Do you know anything about that, Johnny K? Um, not in that context, Mark. All right, um, 1967, the Big Mac. 1967. So that was a full ten years after the Whopper from Burger King. That's that's shocking to me. The third bun changed the world. It was a it was a game changer. Uh, 1968, Sonic came up with pickle O's. I don't know what those are. The heck or those. I don't know. Wendy's came in 1969. Dave's Famous Burgers. 1970, Taco Bell. With the encharito that was their primary thing. 1971, oh. the classic roast beef sandwich from Arby's, which Johnny Kilbasa once uh, declared the greatest burger on the planet. That was a very controversial <laughs> take. Very controversial take. 1972, the year before I was born, the Munchkins were born at Dunkin' Donuts, the little donut bites. Wow. Yeah. Um, so whoever came up with that deserves a raise, right? Because you know how that came about? If you guys, I used to make donuts for a living. And you'd, you'd, take the, you'd roll out the dough, much like you do with the doughboys at the campfire. And then you'd take the, the donut maker, and you'd put the circles in, and you'd have these little balls. And before 1972, they would throw the balls away.
6: No, they wouldn't. They, they would roll them roll back them. out. Johnny, stop, say, yeah, stop, Johnny. No, stop,
0: stop. <laughs> and they would, they would just waste those balls of dough, kids. Yeah, come up and sit up on Uncle Mark's yeah, lap. Yeah. This the Let me tell you about donut story. balls. And then someone just in 19... Tossing them out the window. Yeah, they were just literally... They would throw them at homeless people. They're they would... Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. And then 1972, uh, someone, uh, an unknown hero, said, why don't we just fry these up and sell them? And the Munchkin was born, 1972. Mm. Uh, 1973, my birth year, the Quarter Powder, 74. That's a big one. The Egg McMuffin debuted for Ooh, McDonald's. That's good. Still a classic. That's one of the sour. best... Johnny Cabasa, what is the all-time most popular sub at Subway? The cold cut combo. Yeah, the BMT cold cut combo, 1975. Taco Bell came out with the Bell Beefer in 1976. 77 was the barbecue sandwich, as we mentioned. 78, the beef and cheddar. Uh, This is—I don't know why this is on here—the taco pizza from Taco Hut, Taco Hut Pizza Hut in 1979. I have no Mm. recollection of the taco pizza from Pizza Hut. That sounds awful. I think it had
6: lettuce on it.
0: Is that what it was? Yeah. Who wants a pizza with lettuce? No. On it? Uh, 1980, the cheez a from Taco Bell. Bellwether year in fast food, 1981. McDonald's uh, came up with this seasonal favorite, the McRib. The McRib mm. is fairly new, 1981. Uh, 1982, taquitos from Whataburger. Are those any good, Longoria? They are. All They're right. pretty good I had for those. being, you know, fake tortillas. and Popeyes all. said uh, fake tort- t- fake taquitos. Buttermilk biscuits from Popeyes in 83. Uh, rest in peace to the uh, McDLT that deb- debuted in 84 from McDonald's. Dairy it Queen. Burned
6: brightly. It burned brightly in the sky yeah. and then just kind of faded away. Keeps
0: the hot side hot and the cold side cold. 85. Had a, had
6: I remember time. that.
0: <laughs> uh, Blizzards from Dairy Queen. 1986, uh, I do not remember this seafood salad from Taco Bell. Gross. <laughs> that lasts three days what? on the menu. Who the hell's getting seafood oh. salad? Oh my god! Uh, let me fly through horrible. the rest of this list. I'll give you some highlights. Uh, 1988, Pan Pan pizzas from Little Caesars, uh, yeah. McDonald's in '89 and '90 pizza and Mighty Wings, and then '91 the McLean Deluxe. Oh. 93 was the McLobster. lobster I don't think that was ever available down here <laughs> lobster uh 1995 <laughs> stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut 96 the spicy chicken sandwich uh 2000 uh the caramel frappuccino so it kind of went off all the bigger stuff was uh in there so that's uh, uh that was that's great research right there Debra green thank you that took months to accumulate <laughs> that mm-hmm. um so I'm gonna go let's see who had the best birth year um Quarter pounder with cheese for me. Longoria had the uh, beef and cheddar. No, the barbecue beef and cheddar for Arby's. Johnny, what are you, 74? 61. 61. The Whataburger. <laughs> All right. I'm taking. I'm taking the title with the quarter pounder. Hang out one second, Johnny. We'll do the football minute. All right. All right. Come back. Right back. Uh, we'll finish up strong with Johnny Kilboss's world-famous football minute. Uh, it's Monday on the Mark Aram Show on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Right back after these quick messages. <laughs> Joining us now on the Mark Aram Show as he does every Monday during the football season, it's Johnny Kilbasa and the Football Minute, where Mr. Kilbasa breaks down the weekend that was in the world of pigskin. Chuck that backside
6: post, going to be open. Deb, stand and pick up the blitz. <laughs> Week 7 in the NFL. Big 10 back. Week in college. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. Week in America. Your downtown Panthers had another shootout and this time they vanquished the Trojan Horses of Alabama. The Coastal Carolina Clears are ranked number 25 in America and they played Georgia State this weekend. It's on TV. Get your Panther t-shirts now. Your Midtown Bumblebees got their honey stolen again. Rebuilding's hard but the future's bright. Kinda. Your Choke City Chokers choked the steak sandwich City Lions and choked up a choke job by scoring a touchdown and choking up a game-winning drive. You know what they say. One in Choke City. Choke is the choker's choke. (gasps) Greg Sciano's Rutgers Scarlet Knights upset Sparty. Ha ha. Cardinals upset the Seahawks. Ha ha. Niners upset the Patriots. Ha ha. The football team smashed the Cowboys. Ha ha. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, know how to make a bad team look good, but in the end, they barely squeak past the Bengals. Hey, 5-2 is 5-2. Mark Aram's New York football giants are great at losing, and Danny Doe is great at tripping over the 10-yard line, but still, they're only one game off the pace in the NFC And tonight. The Midway Monsters Take on the Gulf City
0: Ramos on the MNF. M&M. How Falcons was that game yesterday? Oh, oh my so goodness! At least whoever like whoever had Julio <laughs> Jones on their fantasy team, did you? Do you have him at all? Magoria? I do not, but I had Gurley. Not Julio Jones, uh, Gurley. That's what I mean. Who scored yeah. that extra touchdown? Yeah, I needed it, and yeah. like I didn't know, I wasn't watching it, and then when I saw the highlights, I was like, oh, that sucks. But and and Johnny, <laughs> I lost to match him, uh Johnny, by three points. And it was it was right at the end of the game, and I had uh, the San Diego quarterback. That guy is awesome, by the he way. He is, yeah. And he just threw a little dump off for the to the running back, and it would have gotten the first down and kept the drive alive, and I would have won. And the the running back just dropped the ball, and I wound up losing the long uh, match. Him, of all people, oh, points. it stinks. Yeah, that's a tough one. But how about Danny Dimes tripping on? This just out of nowhere, like a ghost tripped him. Yeah. That would yeah. have been a crazy 90 yard touchdown run from a quarterback. And uh, there you go. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And
6: if the cholesterol is high, baby, so oh my, follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram. Listen to the Sausage Hut Podcast on any pod app or JohnnyKobasa.com. All things
0: KELBASA on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh, go Panthers. Which ones? The Georgia State Okay, Panthers. just making sure you weren't a Carolina Panthers fan. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> uh, real quick, as Johnny gets out of here, uh, we were talking about fire pits earlier. Uh, KFC Logs now available at Walmart, Chuck, the nation's largest retailer, exclusively launching KFC's highly coveted Herbs and Spices Fire Log, created in partnership with EnviroLog during the upcoming holiday season, third consecutive season that you'll have that fried chicken scented Fire Log uh on monday i would imagine that your ancestors who uh explored the west you know the lewis and clarks of the uh, thomas family would would rise out of the graves if you ever used an artificial log in a fire right that's that's a big no-no for those
5: don't even i don't even think you could buy one
0: in montana i didn't know those were a thing until they moved down into bigger cities yeah can you imagine I, not chopping your own firewood?
5: No, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. People think I'm joking. I didn't know that those fake logs, I thought that was a joke.
0: When I was uh, six, we moved into my uh, my house where I grew up in Connecticut. I think I was six, maybe a little younger. And we had a, a fireplace there. So my dad bought a cord of wood and put it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. That cord of wood lasted till my late 30s when they finally just got rid of it. Did you ever build a fire? I think once. Once? Yeah, I think once. I'm not I mean, I'm mean, not going to complain because I have a fireplace in my house and I haven't done I it yet. Oh, we got to do Star of the Show. I'm, I'm late. Sorry. Sorry, Longoria.
6: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the
0: Phil Show? Phil Alexander, a rare listener star of the show. Thanks for that, Phil. That was fantastic. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Big show tomorrow with little Sanjay. Uh, in the meantime, go to sleep